listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Who the fuck, Gambino? This nigga on your TiVo. My hotel costs a kilo. I'm banking like a free throw. Fuck y'all, we A-team. Y'all playing B like Walgreens. Cop that shit and paint it black. Niggas want they summer back. Ha ha, no way. Hugh blows. Dolce, bees in my hand. Girl in the car, she's still with a man, but she's seeing me tomorrow. Homegirl on that Master P. Watch us ball like referees. A necessary roughness. We just trying to function. Used to sport them feelers, cause my cousin packed them heaters. We don't wipe them like a leafer we Don't just know. party and we leave them tell them what we're hitting we don't we don't really see them your girl looks best but she only wear fake you veto in the house and she's in the senate get it hey welcome to the black guy who tells podcast your host rod and karen that's my jam Mm-hmm. that's unnecessary uh we're live on a wednesday which is a walking dead wednesday mm-hmm. for all my walking dead freaks out there all three of us come on we're gonna roll hard we the last one standing i'm fine with that shout out to everybody that couldn't make it this far we are just like the walking dead we don't never quit we don't never die <laughs> only head trauma gonna stop us that's it uh you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the black guy to us leave us five star reviews the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport what about and bullet ball extreme and today's episode is brought to you by triangle wine company that's right it's wine and walking dead wednesday okay triangle wine co is their website triangle they sell thousands of wines there's so many wines guys i mean like it's a tremendous amount of wine okay even your favorite wino will be like too many choices okay <laughs> and the wines come from all over the world they come for every budget if you want to like get some balling ass like i'm gonna spend some money, money on this wine you can do that if you just be like man i just need a little something affordable that still tastes great you can get that if you want something from a certain region like i'm just looking at california wines i'm just looking at french wines mm-hmm. if you want to get something that's organic i mean they got everything for you okay so just go on trianglewineco.com because they got weekly sales and deals and discounts and then you can load up so you can figure it out with the shipping like how how i'm gonna get this shipped to me um and if you don't want to you know if you live in the riley durham area you can actually go into the stores they have Mm -hmm. three stores and shop while you go to their free wine tasting events or you can buy wine by the glass at the tasting bar so you know what it tastes like before you even get it Mm -hmm. and you can find a brand new favorite uh, wine at triangle wine company's amazing uh selection on their website trianglewineco.com um and uh i'll bring up later in the show the couples goals pack and uh discount that we have going right now I, i'll give you a hint though put in code tbgwt if you want to get some money you know don't get a little mm-hmm. something off you know uh karen didn't you just get my mom some wine yes uh me and her were talking and she was like i want to get that couple's wine pack and i was thinking i'm i was like well i didn't tell her at the time i was like well i'll get it for her because it's probably more convenient for me to get it mm-hmm. and get it sh- and ship it to her and so because i kind of knew what to do so i ordered it for her and she got it yesterday she was surprised i didn't tell her what it was i just i just said oh it's a gift coming for you and she said oh that's so sweet yeah she texted me and it is sweet and we'll get to how sweet later in the show let's first talk about the walking dead guys time for us to do this recap of course this was episode 10 uh no 11 wow we only got five left it was episode 11 of season nine it's called bounty 
directed by Mira Menon, uh, written by Matthew Negrete, and uh, 4.39 rating, so still, rate still going down, y'all, till it's just gonna be me and Cam, it's gonna be point oh 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 two, and it's gonna be us sitting in the house. Um, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm fine. Yep, we're doing it till the wheels fall off. Um, but yeah, uh, it was called Bounty, um, and uh, Karen, are you ready to do some Walking Dead? Yes. Now, there's two things I gotta do before we get into the recap. Okay. The first, I gotta ask you, Karen, overall, what you think about this episode? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. I, I think I enjoyed this week's episode a little bit more than last week's. Okay. And I, I actually enjoyed it too. I actually enjoyed it a lot more than last. Well, let me think. No, cause when I rewatched last week, I actually really liked it. So. Let's see, I didn't rewatch. So my, mm, yeah, so my opinion a little different. Think about this. I liked it, man. I actually liked mm-hmm, it. Was, it had too. some upbeat stuff in there. And then it had some, uh, you know, some plot building stuff, world building stuff in it and some good acting yeah i enjoyed this episode mm-hmm. um now the second thing i have to get into is what are we whining on y'all what are we whining on well at tryingwinecode.com they have a uh, plenty of selections of wine this mm-hmm. one is a bunch of words i can't pronounce but i will try for y'all it says adessa dot 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 so i don't know what that means adesso dot 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 at the top so i don't know if they was just being sassy like adesso i don't know but then i know it's i know it's fancy because it's got a statue of two like part two two ivory statues or something or something of two two people two greeks they got some artwork going on like they about to freak it and then it says romagna canina uh dolce and then in between that it's a whole lot of long words Denim inazione di origine protetta, uh, which of course means denim jeans, boots <laughs> with the fur. I don't think that's what that uh, means. Nope. Okay. Well, um, whatever it means, it says take a sip from this salt fruity wine and your day will start to sing. Made from 100% Rofesco, wait, Rofosco grapes. This ruby red wine will delight you with a medley of sweet, intense berry flavors and a lingering aftertaste of candied violets. God damn. Not violets. Mm. So let me take a sip of this motherfucker real quick. Oh my. Mm. Now see, you can taste the candied violets. That's delicious. That's amazing. I like real talk. Uh, my wine glass says this shit's about to get fancy, and it is. Mm-hmm. Mm. it's just about to get sloppy mm, this is good it just feel good um then of course we can't just do wine okay mm-hmm. we gotta get our money's worth we're gonna make a whole experience so i went to Publix and got some fresh goat cheese with roasted red pepper uh and then at the end at the bottom it says elite for some reason i don't know why it, just the elite cheese i don't be fucking with that that cheese y'all be fucking with that little pedestrian ass shit that regular ass cheese just for the elites okay 
oh so the way you supposed to actually make it is you supposed to <laughs> i don't think we did it right you supposed to tur- peel the top turn it upside down take a knife put it all around and then put it on the plate upside down oh, well, which I we did, did not do i just mixed that shit together i was like oh um yeah let's mix it up <laughs> we did not because that's what i do with every fucking thing else i was like well it's separated i guess i'm supposed to mix it karen did not karen did not read the instructions i did not i did now i did take the plastic part i got that shit right well yeah you can't eat the plastic like a savage animal so uh we uh we apparently are eating this all wrong Mm-mm, we ain't fancy enough yeah so i mean mm-hmm. i didn't please know forgive us cheese etiquette yeah please forgive our cheese etiquette everybody okay at the end of the day uh you know who you're dealing with when you listen to this podcast <laughs> come on okay you know exactly what they should have had with. it on the outside of the box <laughs> you knew that uh and then we got some some mighty the mighty bean uh chipotle tomato good things by nabisco so i you know i just i did i know the bisco is not all fancy and shit but Mm-mm. i also have like never nabisco. had mighty bean whatever this is um it's chipotle tomato good thins the bean one so i guess they got beans in it i'm assuming so i think it said it's made out of beans it got beans in it well let's try some of this because last week i enjoyed the cheese and cracker uh cheese and parmesan toasted whatever but it was a little too salty for me let's see what we're working with this mm. i'm good mm. okay mm-hmm. okay now see that's i got it right this week deli- that's delicious nigga. i got it right this week y'all <laughs> we got a creamy cheese we got some good bean crackers spread uh the, the spread them on mm-hmm but who knew who knew bean crackers was good and then we got a fruity uh denim jeans wine hey black bean crackers they're really good for those of you trying to be healthy this is a great snack mm-hmm. i only mess with them black beans you know what i'm saying them beans of color come on some of y'all out there mess with them navy beans mm-hmm. black them, beans and red beans them white beans that's why y'all shit looking all messed up Mm. oh these are absolutely delicious mm-hmm. let's just eat these and don't do the show what i know it's so <laughs> good night y'all it was real it was real real sorry to our sponsor no second read today mm-hmm. good while it lasted <laughs> all right let's get into <laughs> the walking dead um there's a lot to break down guys okay a lot of stuff to talk about all right now um where you want to start we only had two locations the kingdom and hilltop mm-hmm. i guess we start with the kingdom mm-hmm. all right the kingdom first of all we get a flashback from like what appears to be about five or six years ago yep um and it's jerry telling king ezekiel and queen carol while they're out in the middle of the woods kind of waiting in a meeting spot because yep. some people are coming to meet them yeah just the three of them yeah it's just the three of them and he's like i got some some news i want to tell you king and, mm-hmm. and queen. carol queen mm-hmm. and it's important and uh you know i ain't trying to you know i don't want nobody to know that i want nobody else to notice but uh you know that girl in the bill i've been uh dating he's been smanking been smashing been 
chopping her muslim cakes to oh. islamic smithereens they're such a cute couple and by the way like this flash forward they did later it was it was really dope because of this mm-hmm. but he was like hey she toting a gut full of jerry y'all mm-hmm. 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 i don't your boy done left it in you know what i'm saying <laughs> and so Ezekiel was like you know this is good man congratulations carol's like congratulations yeah looking forward to the future mm-hmm and then right about then jesus and tara come riding over and they like hey we got them supplies for you because apparently um uh tara and jesus needed to give some medicine to hilltop and the kingdom was the one that had the medicine so they was like we got some supplies some medicine for y'all to give to y'all people tara was still living in alexandria at this time mm-hmm. jesus was coming from hilltop but maggie was the one in charge and basically whatever happened we still don't know what but no, not yet. maggie and and michonne weren't on good speaking terms they weren't fucking with each other which is sad because you you would think you know that rick's dying would have kept everybody together or put everybody but it, it had the opposite effect i guess something happened after he died so like something mm-hmm. major happened outside of him dying that caused everybody to cause a big rift that makes sense because because yeah because i just felt like after he died that would have been a time where everybody would say we need to come together this is important big we got bigger problems than just you know this little petty shit we've been fighting about yeah and they didn't put it in words but something happened and michelle made a decision that nobody else agreed with mm-hmm. and it just caused a big riff in in in, in a discord amongst the, the, the communities now one thing i did notice in this thing jesus does mention that i mean i'm sorry tara does mention the council at alexandria said don't be giving all our good medicine away you giving away too much shit or whatever supplies they gave so she was like i might not be moving back this might be it for me your girl might live in hilltop now so that's how serious the shit was that was going on with them is like she was essentially moving the fuck out so um that was kind of sad mm-hmm. she was like i'm getting i'm letting y'all know what my uh, mail forwarding address is mm-hmm. like if you looking for your girl uh send it to hilltop because it's not gonna i'm just not gonna get that at alexandra Mm-mm. and because of this she also took the charter that michonne had written that was like a new constitution we spent a lot of time with that last uh was it early earlier this season. season yeah like the first half yeah a lot of time was spent prior to rick dying i mean she literally was spending every hour of the day writing 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 hoping and hoping and writing writing wanting to rebuild and and talk about the community and everybody coming to get like it was almost like that was her goal that was her purpose and she was super it was super important to her you know her being a lawyer i think it was like a skill she could she could take with her and use right and so now we like it's like nah apparently all we know all, now all that was for not so anyway tara has brought the declaration with her and gives it to ezekiel and now mm-hmm. um and then her and uh jesus are like we're gonna head back to hilltop and nurse everybody and uh they said you know zeke you should keep it because i can't M- michonne ain't even gonna fucking take blow the dust off this shit and maggie don't want nothing from michonne right now so why don't you keep it and he said okay 
and then in the present then they show jerry said can you open it up oh go ahead i'm sorry and my thing is that it would make um sense to actually put it in his hands Mm -hmm. in my opinion um because you know he's probably one of the people that actually want peace you know i mean like whatever Mm -hmm. happened he was like i'm fine with whatever is decided i just want us to get along Mm -hmm. so they was like we know he won't destroy it he won't tear it up you know what i mean like like we know if we give it to him it's going to be in good hands and we'll know that he'll he's going to actually have faith like michonne initially did that everybody will get together and actually be on one accord one day well also he's a mutual um acquaintance that they don't have beef with it sounds like right so um in the present they show zeke looking at the charter in the auditorium and it's still unsigned because in the past jerry said can you open it up i want to see it and they open it up and they're reading some of it and it's unsigned and it has some stuff in there um that like i mean you could pause the tv and read some of it mm. i do have a little bit of it i can read to y'all like okay. stuff is said yeah because it was like a quick flash unless you pause your tv yeah there are many articles for various laws and agreements there's a preamble any person who would live in peace and fairness would who would find common ground this world is yours by right we stand together for life not death in this new world together we make this world bigger the future is ours so long as we hold on to our faith in one another with everything unclear what that word said to consecrate our bond we established this multi-community charter of rights and freedoms yeah so it's like her own version of their constitution mm-hmm so um you know it's it looked like the big thing is gonna be can these communities come back together in the future and how what effect is uh the whisper is gonna have on them um so then we get to the present i, I think okay. i think eventually they will it's just going to be interesting um to see what happens from here i think um and my quote-unquote prediction is uh and i might be completely wrong with this but my addiction is is that um my prediction is is that uh daryl will be over um alexandria mm. okay well it's kind of interesting because we haven't been back to alexandria since really uh the first episode if you think about it we saw a little bit of it with negan because he left and came back but right. we didn't see a lot of inner workings of what's going on over there we just know michonne's trying to go back and wonder about the whispers but we haven't seen them in a few weeks Mm-mm. um so then in the present like i said zeke's in the auditorium looking at the unsigned declaration and somebody comes diane comes in like hey we ready he goes outside diane uh briefs him about like hey uh it's some elk in the field we kind of like a hundred of these motherfuckers and he was like a hundred that's some good eating okay we can uh kill them elks and then get like you know barbecue them up and then we're gonna do it for the fair that we're gonna have with the uh with hilltop and he said we'll have enough we'll have enough food to feed us the half of hilltop and um alexandria and my thing is this kind of like a few weeks before when daryl seen like that zombie that was on that tree and he seen like foliage growing on it so it's like the the earth is slowly re, uh recovering and regaining like because you know it was a period of time where you wouldn't have seen no animals roaming anywhere mm-hmm. 
so it was so now we're at a time where everything is starting to kind of recover and come back and look like animals are starting to give birth and stuff like that because before so i wonder if if it's because the dead is still out there but i'm wondering if it's to the point to where the dead is decaying you know because you know they're walking around i mean because it is human bodies and we've seen like different uh forms of dead bodies and what happens to them when they get cold and all these other things so i'm wondering if uh we're going to get something to explain why everything is kind of coming back almost like a rebirth yeah i think you thought about that a lot deeper than i did because i oh, to me no 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 it's it's you don't need to apologize <laughs> you thought about it deeper than i did that's nothing wrong with that um what i was gonna say is uh uh you thought about it a lot deeper than i did i just really thought like maybe it's because they're finally reaching a hierarchy of like needs being met they can concentrate on shit like hunting more sophisticated than they were before you know what i'm right. saying like when you just trying to survive you don't got t- it don't matter if you see a field of fucking elk or not you just like you just trying to live you know so it's like mm-hmm. i'll kill a fucking rabbit dog if i got to i don't care what i gotta do to eat and now they make they sound like they're more sophisticated where it's like we got parties that are just spotting the animals and and then we come back to you and, and they even they were even telling him Diane was like and the herders walkers is moving from this point to that point so we got six hours to get there before the walkers run into the damn um elk so we can kill a few and then haul them back all and be safe and you know and of course they don't know about the um the whisperers yet and that was my thing i was like oh shit they're gonna go ahead and get hemmed up right me too i was like they're gonna run it to them although we don't know how big that group is exactly how nomadic is it is and where they are right um so yeah it was kind of interesting that uh you know she was like let's do this and then also carol you know because he's like let's do on zeke's like let's go on the hunting party diane let's do it and then carol had her hunting clothes on and he was like where you going and she was like i'm going with y'all hunting and he was like you sure you want to do that you don't want to take care of the fair my queen and she was like don't call me your queen nigga okay (laughs) um she was she was like you know um is we got i got the empty nest syndrome you know henry left we got nobody else to take care of she's looking at nabila she was like i gotta do something yeah she's looking at nabila nabila and jerry and they got like three kids now yeah they do and jerry was looking like a snack man he had like changed up his clothes and like he didn't look like a big that, old goofy axe wearing dude no more that, that's what happened she got him right right black woman say change her whole life had his hair cut differently and the ponytails uh, look different was like you can't be out here looking shabby with me she had him moisturizing he was using them Come on. he was using them butters and shit in his hair he was looking different um and so uh she had she had him out here uh eating at uh what is that that hollow halal halal okay. yeah uh so so, <laughs> so henry uh i mean i'm sorry so uh uh jerry's telling them goodbye and you know like i'll be right back baby and um you know zeke was like all right carol you can come with us and so Car- carol comes with them and uh to go on the hunt and and they were talking so cute like it was like the whole kingdom side story was so cute this week it was it so was. fun everybody's in love everybody's having a good time mm-hmm. like they mission is is some whole some like light-hearted shit <laughs> they, they mission is one of the side missions you get in red redemption 
red dead redemption mm-hmm. there are no lighthearted missions in red dead redemption oh, my bad so, my stick bad. to the rivers and streams that you used to okay well, excuse me i'm just telling you it's real over there karen it's not fun That's why i, I didn't playing. realize it, it, it was savagery this ain't legends of zelda okay uh well, yeah you would get this you would get a mission like this in legends of zelda yes you mm-hmm. would uh he asked carol um uh, i mean so they asked about that and she's like i'm coming zeke gets on his horse and he's like and he looks down at somebody and he goes it's all gonna work out because you know zeke he got that optimism back and it's been a long time since he was that optimistic i yeah, mean because he gave up hope at one period of time dog he was ready to go if carol hadn't admitted she loved him at that time who knows what that man would have been right uh zeke and them uh catch the elk uh we just cut to them already killing have killed the elk and like loaded up to go back and he's like well carol why don't you go back with the rest of everybody and she's like rid of she's like what you mean go back with everybody else ain't you coming and he was like well to be honest our mission got we got a little side mission we're doing and she's like well what is the side mission and he was like well it's nothing you'd be interested in she's like well tell me and i'll let you know if i'm interested and he was like uh i guess i could just show you uh but my favorite part of this exchange she was like why are you acting like you scared and he said scared <laughs> me me like it was some good he was scared yeah uh he was like i'm scared you don't say no he said no he said scared what <laughs> <laughs> me he was scared? like every nigga that ever got caught cheating on love and hip-hop <laughs> who knows this in your phone what girl mm-hmm. i don't know what you're talking about oh come on now you crazy tripping tripping um and then he said to jerry he said jerry does this look like the face of a man who's scared and jerry was like no comment your majesty <laughs> i said now that is a nigga from detroit okay just with a secret family he was going to visit and carol done caught him <laughs> see his other family on the side with his other pet tiger <laughs> um <laughs> but uh it was cute man it also reminded me that uh carrie payton who plays ezekiel is the voice of a cy- uh, cyborg mm-hmm. on teen titans because that was a very teen titans type of delivery that what oh, i love that fucking show um so uh they go to an abandoned movie theater full of zombies full of zombies y'all zombies to the brim and it was one of the independent movie theaters probably one of the theaters that played uh moonlight and uh Bill- if bill street could talk played in that theater Mm-hmm. and of course green book oh. the academy award winning of course green book played there film of the year green book mahershala ali's oscar winning green book come on um so yeah he uh, um uh jerry's all hype like yeah we're going to the movies he says it so many times carol's like okay we get it um and the mission is they wanted to get a bulb from inside the movie theater um because they want to bring back the wonderment of film because we live in a world where the kids have never seen um a film right you know um, right particularly if 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 you wasn't there if you were not born before the outbreak or if you were a small child doing the outbreak no you wouldn't have seen the film right and i'll see i think i can play this scene for y'all i have to bring it up on my uh on my old computer here but um wait, did I it ain't that? like you can buy tickets and go to the movies right and so you know they don't have dvd players Mm-mm. um you just got a bunch of kids up that have grown up in this world and they just never been able to see like 
a movie and shit no alone the theater experience now the kingdom has a theater right that is where uh the throne room of ezekiel is is in the theater but they don't have a projector bulb they have a projector that works but it doesn't have a bulb and they got a theater room and all this shit and so his thing is if we steal this bulb not steal i mean everybody's dead if we take this bulb from the movie theater we can then uh turn around and show movies to kids and uh put on like perform or whatever like put on stuff for for everybody to watch on movie night you know it's just and like i said it's a real upbeat side mission type of thing it's not you know your somber you know march of death that the other side of the story is yeah and also this is like i said these are the things you can do when needs are met when Mm -hmm. you know um it's like the 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 hierarchy like um how they talk about when certain needs are met then you start other things when those needs are met Mm -hmm. then you start worrying about other things it was like the basic needs of roof over your head and food are met Mm -hmm. so then you can branch out and you could plan other things and do other things and you and almost like you get to a place of privilege where you can actually dedicate your attention to things like this when like you said prior to this that would have been an afterthought you like it would have been completely scratched off the table yeah so that was um that was kind of cool to be able to see that um and now an ad is playing guys Mm -hmm. i would have showed you this already but it decided to show me the whole ad apparently no you can't skip here we go a projector bulb really i know it's not something we absolutely need and it's a little dangerous but we got it all planned out there's a herd coming we can beat it in and out like a cobra strike (laughs) we're barely getting by with what we have these people are fathers and mothers what do you it's worth it because they're fathers and mothers henry used to love movie nights it's been five years since our last projector ball burned out the young ones don't even know what a movie is a fair should inspire a sense of whimsy and wonder right bringing cinema back from the dead showing children their first film now that's something that would make our gathering of community something they'd never forget and if they love it if, if this moment of fellowship with their neighbors is seared into their hearts and minds and they'll fight to preserve those bonds hey we're given the gift of joy and lifelong friendship if that's not worth fighting for i don't know what the hell is this renaissance fair ass nigga is selling the hell out of this dream but because i really was like this is stupid all them zombies in there y'all gonna get eight over motherfucking bulb somebody gonna die something gonna go wrong cause something always go wrong right and he gave that speech and i went you know what the kids need a motherfucking movie okay we are watching minions three all right come on assuming they got that far Yo, in this world my kids had seen a movie okay you win i'm not gonna not keep you safe so <laughs> <laughs> so this is where they use a boom box playing um uh all right now i forget who made this eddie something um but they use a boom box playing all right now to walk the zombies out um and it's funny because um <laughs> the uh <laughs> the uh eddie harris is who made it everybody knows the song 
it's funny because uh jerry is actually mouthing the words and shit mm-hmm. and carol is I, I i love the actress that plays carol because she plays like the straight man and he's mm-hmm. against jerry and against zeke who are very silly characters she really was looking at this nigga like not even bobbing her head like what we are hell? gonna get bitten because of you and these this stupid ass song right. and, and she was really looking like what the fuck is why is why does everybody know the song but me right almost like me me and and everybody that got younger than name as a rapper who what 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 is happening here i think she was just looking around like why are y'all not taking this serious <laughs> right we could get bit and this whole mission to take a turn but nah <laughs> <laughs> they all swaying. Of course, Jared mouths the lyrics. And Carol is like, these niggas gonna get us killed. Right. So, alright. Then they go inside, as y'all can see. Um, they end up killing a bunch of zombies and long story short like they get a hold on why is it still playing i thought i hit pause give this one more time all right uh long story short inside uh they kill a bunch of walkers that are like stuck uh coming out of a popcorn machine mm-hmm. they have a really cool gross scene where one of them pulls out the top of his head yes on like the bottom of like this is like the old-fashioned popcorn maker ones they have at the uh movie theaters mm-hmm. so one of us went up underneath you know how you have like that big metal kettle thing that you pour the kernels in you watch your heat up somebody kind of went up underneath that part and like ripped the top of his head open yeah that was it, neat it was pretty cool um and then uh after that they get to the projection room zeke is like all right jerry you know the mission you go in and get the thing out the projection room diane goes with them to watch his back or whatever um and then they they everybody outside is like okay we'll just uh mingle chill around whatever what be safe and secure watch the perimeter um zeke pulls carol to the side and says i actually have another mission i need you to go with me uh a side mission to my side mission I and know. he's like don't worry we're gonna get in and out cobra strike ah. <laughs> and so uh his side mission was to get poster board from the movie theater posters so he could put the declaration of of whatever colonies or whatever communities uh, that michonne crafted into like a poster board holder like a glass case yeah like a case the framing he said it was gonna when everybody signs it he would have that um he would have that frame thing to to always go by to be like you know look what we accomplished together because he had not given up on that dream Mm-mm. carol then kind of like <laughs> brings them down to reality for a second and she's like listen i'm not saying it can't happen i'm not saying it's not real but i need you to understand that um if this doesn't happen maybe we can talk to jesus because they don't know he's dead right i was like oh shit because there's no communication you know right like, like as time goes on you go there's no communication because mm-hmm. before 
everybody would have known about the whisperers everybody would have known jesus was dead like everybody would have known like you'd have riders riding out to immediately inform everybody about what was happening in other communities right and she says maybe we can tell jesus just in case we might need to stay at hilltop for our people until we find someplace better now what i'm thinking is do hilltop look like they got room for all of the kingdom and they families i don't know how the hell would that work there's no way all them people can stay there you know not that hilltop is like outer space but you can look at it and see it's not fucking just a whole lot of extra development and shit over there for people to move in they don't need people um and zeke was like but the kingdom it'll work out it'll be fine and she's like but just in case it's not maybe we should ask jesus you know and he's like yeah i can't um and she said i know you're a dreamer but wouldn't wouldn't a dreamer also dream that maybe we can find a better place even in kingdom and he was like and he and he was like you know what you're right i should be prepared for any contention so we can talk to jesus about this soon now we know that they'll never talk to jesus about mm-hmm. this jesus gone that nigga dead yeah that nigga dead you be talking to tara um and so then um <laughs> they get the bulb and they have to be very careful because jerry's like if human skin oil touches it, it can break if it it's fragile if you untwist it too hard it can break if you drop it it can break so they get the bulb they go to leave and um zeke gets a warning from somebody outside that the the goddamn boombox stopped working because the batteries ran out <laughs> Ah, nobody changed the batteries before they left i think we're and, and to be fair maybe we're at the point in the z-pock where if motherfucking batteries are never fucking like like batteries are just all 15 minutes long now yeah yeah because you're of the age where some of these batteries have probably passed their whatever their expiration date is so yeah you might get a set that might last a while but y'all know shit that use batteries you use that shit it will die right because you gotta figure there's no battery factory so there's no battery store y'all can't you can't run down to the dollar tree and buy 75 of them for 50 cent so at some point we might have to deal with something like this where batteries are just fucking dying and and all batteries are 10 minutes long or whatever so he gets warned hey we got the zombies coming back in 15 minutes the motherfucking batteries ran out and so now we got a race against the clock and jerry and diane go to leave a zombie they must have missed on the way in convenient zombies yeah convenient zombie comes out of nowhere scares jerry jerry drops the fucking bulb even though he wrapped it up in plastic Mm -hmm. and all this shit he drops it into the theater yep down the shaft down the shaft into the theater and the only way for them to get it is to have to go into the theater and kill all the zombies that are locked in the theater Mm -hmm. um and so uh when he tells zeke does zeke is like well look we got the poster board maybe we should just head back we got our lives everybody's okay yeah because he was like i don't want to endanger anybody that wasn't the purpose of us making this trip right no whimsy no friendly camaraderie at the at the fair guys no lifelong friendships will be formed over movies (laughs) let's just go back and uh and then carol is the one after earlier in the in the uh in the episode telling him not to call a queen um jerry was like well if the king says that then that's what we're doing let's go back right and she says but what about the queen and i said oh now you want to be the queen you're right now it's time to be the queen carol you didn't want to be called the queen Mm -mm. 30 minutes ago nope women 
yes but she's like the queen has spoken we are going in there and 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 ezekiel's like you you sure you sure you want to do this she's like yeah let's do it you know um it's only a few kills for each of us we'll open the doors we'll draw them to the stairs we'll kill them and we'll uh slowly like uh whittle them down and we'll go in there and get the uh thing when they all dead yeah this ended with the cobra strike and, right and she said cobra strike and it was so cute and it's so funny and i loved them together and right. even and then when they started to kill when they started to kill the zombies y'all they played the song again (laughs) and you slowly watch them fuck them zombies up it was so adorable Mm -hmm. and then on the way back they're on a horse of course zeke is thanking her like oh thank you so much baby you uh you really did this and you helped i can't believe you did that for me she said who said i did it for just you right no i did it for all them kids the whole community and she also said um i did it because i i want i just want you to be safe and carol knows she's still the baddest motherfucking apocalypse so she like if i'm looking out for you y'all will be all right. right you know um and so uh they get the ball they head it back um then they pass a sign because he said something like you know maybe it's time for us to accept that like you're right maybe we have to be prepared for any eventuality but maybe it's time we stop losing and and things are starting to look up for us and they pass a sign that has some weird markings on the back of it that i don't know what they mean i don't either but my hypothesis is that it is some form of a sign that the whisper was used to mark that territory mm-hmm. i can see that but it makes you wonder like how big is the whisper's territory where is it what do they consider that territory which communities do they know about because uh lydia did not seem to know about the kingdom probably because they hadn't made it out that far yet mm-hmm Um, they always are scouting too but also we don't know that they were in their normal range because they did go to this theater and maybe this theater is in the territory of the the whisperers i don't know Mm, in or maybe out because what's the direction was they going in they i don't know it was on the back of the sign so you can't really tell uh, okay okay you can't really tell if it was in the territory or out yeah that's what i'm saying if if that was their mark it could be some total other group i don't know that's right could be something completely different my assumption is the whisperers i could be completely wrong could be a a whole nother fucking threat but my assumption is that it's the whisperers and at the end we get uh zeke and carol framing the bill of rights the projector light turns on and then they kiss isn't that sweet y'all uh it was so happy and light and fluffy like i really enjoyed this piece of it Mm-hmm. um so then uh at hilltop where the shit gets real right. top uh tara is on the wall with some people and you remember last time we 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 were there alpha had brought her group down and took off her mask and was like i am alpha y'all have my daughter uh and so she was like um talking talking to them or whatever and saying like yo we not the ones to fuck with okay fuck what you heard we got people in here and if y'all 
wanna to get if y'all want to get violent we can if you want to get crazy we can get crazy and um alpha says i showed you my face because i don't mean you any harm so i'm not trying to get crazy i just want my daughter back right she said daryl says leave now no one gets hurt alpha says wrong answer and then she signals to some more of her men or zombies to come out of the woods and more of them come out and it's not a huge group y'all i'm talking like maybe 20 25 at the most very small group yeah so far but i think they're a lot bigger than that but yes they could be i mean yeah i'm not this is not to say this is the entire group but i'm just saying she wasn't bringing a force to look intimidating right and i think that's what was funny because i feel like our group hilltop is so used to people trying to make big shows of force in a way they kind of underestimate they might be underestimating them because mm-hmm. i think they look at them and go okay it's 16 of y'all like if y'all really want to put out the guns and get to smoking we can get to smoking out this bitch and y'all will be dead and and it's like we don't know what they're showing y'all and what they're not right so um alpha is like look bring uh just bring my daughter out she brings another group of zombies uh meanwhile earl the blacksmith is getting fixed up by enid because he had an arthritis spasm or something and spilled hot metal on his arm and she putting juices and berries and eucalyptus leaves on them yeah she is and tammy comes in starts nagging talking about uh you know because uh Enid was like maybe you should take a break and tammy was like he should just retire and earl's like i can't i'm not retiring da, da, da. I'm, I'm good and just give me the medicine i'll go back to work and got his jacket and left he was kind of grumpy about it and then on the outside enid and uh tammy have a talk where tammy's like you know i think he's just filling the void of us having our son die mm-hmm. with work right because he was training them so he had actually probably stopped blacksmithing and would just kind of pass his tips on to the boy well here's what i was thinking though um the other reason he's probably working so hard is the fair is coming alden was his apprentice alden's missing right so he was like i got two dozen horseshoes to make before the fair i gotta go so that's why they wanted the reason he burned himself he was probably fucking out there rushing and shit doing a two-man job with one person right and then uh like henry was going to be kind of next in line as far as learning that process yeah but he fucked around and got drunk and got locked up right so earl probably been working his ass off fucking with that little boy right um so then uh tammy tells enid like look it's gonna be okay alden gonna show up don't worry about it and um then a guy named michael walks by um and says the ones that killed jesus are at the gate and so enid runs off to the gate magna and daryl are at the gate and they discuss how basically daryl's like fuck that woman i'm not giving her her daughter back right and i said okay now that's gonna be a problem but right sure i know that i know that daryl uh has experienced abuse and right this is very triggering for him i'm sure but he also was slamming that little girl up against a wall last week like he ain't they they ain't exactly best friends okay and when it comes down to it you might have to give her back to her mama yeah and i think it was less for him and more for henry yeah yeah that too um so then um you know alpha says which one of you was the leader and uh daryl says what does it matter and then she's like 
your people crossed into our land there will be no conflict your people killed our people there will be no conflict i'm done talking bring me my daughter or there will be conflict and daryl walks away from the wall and um says yeah uh i'm not giving this i'm not giving her um her uh daughter back um and somebody said i think it was henry actually might have this clip but henry was like she said she was done talking or something he was like she's done talking i'm not so he was like i'm gonna go down here and give her a piece of my mind uh (laughs) not thinking at all you have to be strategic he's not being strategic at all yeah well at this point so i'm not knocking him because at Mm -hmm. this point i think lydia had told him that if her her mom found alden and luke they were dead want to navigate volatile markets no i don't ready anxiety no no, I'm, i'm not ready all right um she had told remember lydia had told them that if she would if alpha found their men which she it sounded like she had from the way that they described the horses being mutilated mm-hmm. that those men were dead right so i saw i could see daryl's thinking of you ain't got our men we ain't giving you your daughter back fuck you bitch right and but henry brought up a good point but what about you like you ain't fucking nobody you're her child what make you think she wouldn't come looking for you that's not what he's i don't well we know she came looking for him right he's at the gate correct no when they was having a conversation earlier right right but we know what happened since then correct so all that is now mute moot it's moot now because like we know what happened we she did come looking for her daughter she was right Mm -hmm. you know henry was right but daryl's thing is you can't have her because you beat her so i'm not giving you her back like what what the fuck would i do that yeah, for this is like you said i and i completely understand but his perspective was like oh them niggas dead so yeah you have no leverage what are we talking about here right you killed our men we're not giving your daughter back get the fuck off my lawn before we kill your ass and so he wants to see if she wanted some of that smoke go get him and so alpha tells her men to go get him um i also love how they they do even when they're out of you know out in broad daylight they still talk quietly because you know the zombie like the whole zombie lifestyle they live in mm-hmm. talk loud you get got mm-hmm. so they go to get them and this whole time connie is still hiding in the corn stalks yeah because she got separated from the group watching what's going down keep in mind connie can't hear Mm-mm. so she you know she can't read lips they're not talking loud she's just basically observing couple things here one 
when she asked who was the leader nobody really answered daryl said it don't matter but daryl came down to talk to her like mm-hmm. i know that makes it seem like he the leader right tara's there she didn't come down Mm-mm. the other thing is when that sound you heard was a fucking baby crying mm-hmm because they brought a baby with them to the confrontation purposefully too yeah on purpose you brought a baby out here yes daryl noticed he said hey baby <laughs> what you doing out here what who, you doing out here? who brought you out to the dope bar you know it's strippers why you out here baby he's out selling drugs nigga <laughs> uh, i'm more gangster than you we're animals animals live out here animals are babies so we have babies out here now what were you saying line us all up you seem to want conflict i don't so i'm proposing a trade it's luke and alden y'all they hostages yeah because her whole thing was like like you say because telling them really don't know anything about this group she was like look if i would have came to be gangster we could have got gangster but right but i'm not being a gangster you know i'm actually coming in peace right you know you look like you want it you know and i don't mind giving it to you now but in this situation we ain't got to get gangster. Mm-hmm. I'm finna kill you. I'm finna drill you. And now you bleeding. That's how Daryl came downstairs. Come on. And she was like, I really just came to talk. Like, it's. By the way, I got your men hot, so, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> if I mean, you want to see some people die yeah, we mean, can make that happen right i mean what, what 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 were you saying about killing us i was assuming you want these niggas back right and That's i and she did want to kill them but she knew the strategy of getting lydia back would involve not killing them right because she'd killed them they would there would have been no negotiation i wanted to kill them but i want my daughter more one of mine two of yours it's a good trade is why you're gonna take it now bring me my daughter she be looking so crazy with that bald head and that shit on her face man she is the craziest um she's a lunatic uh (laughs) but uh but see she's just not trying to appeal to the male gaze okay you understand to nobody's gaze you underdig what i'm saying y'all okay um but uh yeah so uh daryl you know confronts her or whatever then he's like okay well i guess i gotta go get her daughter right he goes back to look for her daughter and um while he's doing that um uh um the dead start coming up on alpha's group alpha tells her men to lead him away the baby starts crying Mm -hmm. the motherfucking baby starts crying y'all yeah the baby ain't got no business out there and the whisperers are so cold-blooded they a goddamn baby y'all a baby they, they look yeah she the mama looking at her terrified and she looked there like 
bitch i don't know what to tell you and not just any baby a premium white baby y'all i know i couldn't believe it either i was i was shocked and appalled i said they are letting white babies down the z part she is not trying to make america great again okay you do know that that trump is out here the entire purpose is to get white people having babies again and y'all just giving them away huh giving them away uh so yeah the baby starts crying she tells her men to lead them away the zombies of course hear the baby and start turning around because they're magical convenient zombies and they're like "Ooh, a baby um ah is that part okay volume we doing here one more time oh let's talk should we lead them away now keep them back why yeah. from the prisoners because now. she she also thought they'd be finished by now too yeah and she was like lead the uh don't lead the zombies away just keep them away from the exchange right so the zombie the her her group goes to lead them away from the exchange and keep them nearby because you know the zombies are camouflage they can be a weapon they can be a lot of shit for this group mm-hmm. now luke somehow sees um some <laughs> convenient tv shit he sees connie through the cornfield mm-hmm. who knows how right none of the fucking walk the whispers and the zombies have seen her but he sees her and he starts giving her sign language that says hey get a, like just hide until there's some there's some dead people i mean some zombies hide until the zombies are gone stay hidden the dead are coming is what he said Daryl, what'd she say? Are they okay? Yeah, they will be. We gotta hand back the girl. So, Daryl, I'll skip this part, but Daryl basically goes in looking for uh, Lydia, and Ina is, like, trying to find out because she knows Alden's alive now, so she's like, what we gotta do to get my baby back? And uh, Daryl's like, I'm gonna give him Lydia. And he said, I'm looking for Henry so he can say goodbye to her because Henry really likes her. Right. And, um she and then someone else comes up and they're like yeah tara and magna went looking for lydia because tara decided while you was over there talking we definitely giving this girl back to her mama right i don't, I don't care what the fuck you feel like right when you get back we giving her back because apparently tara is the real leader okay she's the one who's really making right decisions. like our people ain't gonna die for some bitch we don't know right she's like uh i i, I run hilltop you stay here um but uh henry has actually taken lydia and left they found an open gate the key was in the prison's gate and they were gone so uh that's where that went now let's get back to the zombie action back out in the field the zombies are lingering around going in a circle and that's when the baby started crying Now the mother is trying to comfort it. She looks scared. 
alpha just gives her a very cold unflinching look and she doesn't tell her men to help and then she gives her the shrug like i don't know what you want me to do right because you know you take our running both of y'all did so the zombie mother the walker mother takes the baby born off of her and lays it on the ground for the zombie to eat because mm-hmm. she was like shit we both can't die because it won't eat her because she's like in all her zombie clothes and shit right because you're just gonna let this little white baby die y'all look at this it's a damn shame <laughs> and luke and luke and alden who had their mouths tied are of course objecting to this like it's a fucking baby right and alpha don't give a damn she's like bitch i don't know what to tell you mm-hmm to live in silence mother can't quiet the child the dead will natural selection that's it she didn't give a fuck like a gangster now here's the thing though guarantee you this must happen all the time here's my thing though Karen is it gangster this has to make her look very hypocritical among the people that follow her in my opinion because you would leave a baby to die and yet here you are negotiating to get your own daughter back but i gotta leave my baby to die i'm supposed to just not feel any way about that shit right yo baby we gotta save your grown-ass baby that got herself captured and y'all leave behind sick y'all leave behind the injured and your daughter gets captured and now we're sitting at this gate negotiating all because of you i don't know this seemed like considering what the politics of that group must be to seem like a bad idea for her yep um so and then somebody gonna so I'm, i think once once everything's said and done somebody gonna challenge her and she gonna fuck them up right to let be like hey bitch i'm in charge so then um connie um goes and gets um connie connie gets the baby while it's laying there before zombies can eat it because yeah because luke signs to her because you know she says baby crying uh zombies coming and she gets she saves the baby right but it was one of the most scary scenes i've seen like they've done some good scary scenes this season but this season this one might be even more scarier than the um graveyard scene for me right because it was the fucking best and i mean you know that she can't hear Mm -hmm. but when they do this scene and you realize oh no 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 we're hearing what she's hearing mm-hmm. and you're like holy shit well they took us inside the um inside of her point of view right she grabs the baby kicks over a couple of the dead human mind none of um alpha's people are gonna try to help nope they, i don't know and they may have even been trying to kill her but you, i don't we don't they, really see that they were when because initially when she picked up the baby two of them pulled out knives okay so um she runs with the baby and runs into the cornfield and what seems like an extended period of time but it's probably like two three minutes wow. it feels she's running like forever she's running around the cornfield can't hear zombies are popping up left and right in her face she's killing them she's running from them she's see one zombie then another one pops up instead of that zombie like it was scary as fuck right and then finally someone grabs her and it's daryl and tammy and uh kelly her her sister and tara i think and uh they start they basically save her and bring her back into uh alexandria i mean hilltop with the baby yeah because what had happened was that 
once they seen that baby they were actually started beating on the wall as a distraction to kind of draw the zombies towards them mm-hmm. and but it wasn't working right because babies are good eating babies must be delicious mm-hmm. so it wasn't working so they was like well shit this is not working but but we got to save her we can't leave her out there mm-hmm. so uh they saved the um baby Mm-hmm. but we also learned in this moment how just how fucking cold that group is um because they don't actually go after her they just i think they were like what the fuck is she doing is she attacking us as an ambush oh she trying to say that baby no well, we fuck well, all right that then baby. bitch yeah. right so they just let the zombies just kind of float through there because at first i was like oh somebody gonna fuck up but no didn't know people wouldn't know people in there it was just regular ass zombies just floating through the field um daryl goes out looking for henry and um he basically finds out that um henry is at the teenage hangout drinking spot daryl stopped remember he didn't completely go remember he got there and was gonna go oh yeah he went to say the baby i'm sorry mm-hmm. enid ends up going instead of daryl right enid and one of uh, henry's uh teenage friends that, yeah the uh, one with the glasses the girl that i right. thought maybe liked him or he might have liked her but right you know who knows because that one boy was kind of like like handcuffing her and shit the whole time like, right uh so um yeah so they go to get henry right but they was like you're more needed here than going out fucking going at this little boy and uh like she said i know he liked me because because she knows that he likes her. who said that um enid enid yes mm-hmm. i'm sorry i just wanted to yes, yes, the yes. um and so yeah enid is gonna use that to get henry to come back right so here's henry and uh and lydia in the Good hangout week, right he got her some fresh new clothes uh so she no longer walk around in zombie rags with that shit all over her face uh so she and she you know she looks way different with actual real clothes on and shit right um it's probably enid clothes right no infections what other kind of infection she got who knows yeah women at hilltop makes those they kind of look like coins, but they're not worth anything. She wasn't supposed to come. Talk my mother. She broke her own rules. Maybe she misses me. Maybe she's sorry. No, she's not. People like that don't get to be sorry. Henry. That's eating it outside. Here. now in this exchange with enid and henry there's something that happens in here that's pretty key i'll pause it when it happens but it, it involves a email we got last week i wonder if it clears anything up so let's get to this henry i didn't want to tell her just just I... just go tell me one here please she doesn't want to go back. Her mother, her mother Henry, hurts her. Henry, Henry, if, if there was something I could do to help her, I would. No one wants this. But Lydia, she, she doesn't belong to us, okay? Alden and Luke do. Her mother has them. She'll kill them if we don't give her back. No, there, there's got to be another way. There isn't. No, just pull thing. Just I'm being sorry. naive. 
like i held hands with a girl for the first time y'all not gonna take this away from me i don't care if luke and alden die (laughs) right it's not fair it's not right i know it isn't but it's something we're just gonna have to live with how when i was about your age i i saw my parents die okay that's really important because remember last week we got that email about like yo is it creepy that alden and enid are hooking up um what is her age supposed to be and i was like i really don't know what we're supposed to think about you know this uh because we it's hard to separate real life from the plot in the plot we are now six seven years removed from um whatever age she was the last time we saw her they've done their job to try to make her look more grown and stuff Mm -hmm. um and we saw her as carl's love interest and in my mind i would have said alden and carl are not that close in age but i think we're supposed to see that henry's actually pining over this girl that's too old for him in a way right like he's he loves him some enid but apparently he's the same age as her when her parents died which was like seven eight years ago right because he was a lot younger before what do you mean before remember when um, oh yeah it's a different actor playing him and everything right yeah right so that period of time he was younger so yes i could see it being like a big gap in age she's like because she's probably in her 20s now right so she's like and he's probably a good teenager i don't Mm -hmm. know he's probably not even 18 16 17 something in there and uh so now i wonder if people feel any differently about the relationship with alden or or if they still feel creeped out i know it is kind of weird because they made a six or seven year jump in basically over the course of an episode right. like we left one one week and came back a few months later it's like it's been seven years and it's hard to retain the same actress and say she's seven years older um although i think you know one you don't want to just fire an actress if you don't have to but i think mm-hmm. she's handling it well i mean she seems to me she feels more grown than she was when we when it was carl on yeah, the show before she probably played down and i think now she's probably playing her age in real life yeah i wonder what her age is in real life i have to look that up probably but. her 20 something i don't i doubt she's 30 okay that's just an educated guess i know i don't know either it changed me it became all about surviving somehow And then someone else close to me died. Someone special. With a big heart. He left me a letter reminding me that just surviving, it isn't living. And it took me way too long to get what he really meant. You live with it. By staying who you are. By not letting the bad things change you. it's okay I'm gonna go I have to what? no, no, we can, we can I want to she's my mother and my people I miss them I'm gonna miss you too and I'm gonna be okay so will you, okay? 
Lydia leaving y'all. And then she kisses with her breath smelling like worms. You know it's so. They both smell like worms though, so I guess it's okay. Yeah. Also, Enid looked on and saw this. She's like, oh, oh, it's real. Okay. Now, let's talk about their ages. Um, sorry. Uh, Enid in real life, the actress is 20. Okay. The actor who plays Alden is 24 okay so i don't think it's as creepy as it felt like when we saw that shit on the show the first time and i think they aged her down and they aged him up yeah you know you know because like you say initially which would have made sense i think maggie was supposed to be his love interest so yes they made him have the appearance of being older because maggie is older or or, mm-hmm. or, or in the group maggie would have been older like she might not be older they all probably might be in the same age range but maggie is no nah, okay nah, so she's so, older okay so maggie is older so they probably age him up to make him look older well, i to think be maggie's love interest well also there's just completely different politics and hang-ups when it's a woman dating an older a younger man and correct vice versa so i mean i can, i get why um you know people would have had a you know been worried about it uh but um you know but in this case it makes sense to me that you know the ages were not offensively different to me mm but yeah i had the same misgivings at first uh so then uh she kisses him with that worm in mouth and um daryl says all right it's time to exchange um prisoners which they do uh after the exchange uh i had a video but i'm not there's no need to waste time playing that one after the exchange uh lydia says mom thank you for saving me i didn't think you would come to get me and then alpha slaps the shit out of lydia in front of everybody and says you will call me alpha like all the others now get in line um and so uh and daryl and all them see it yes and also while all this is going on it shows you the difference between the groups because for the other two that were actually going into hilltop it was a lot of crying a lot of hugs are you okay you all right it was it was right. a lot of love there mm-hmm. and at first it was really cold and very hard and very harsh mm-hmm. that's kind of you could pick you can immediately pick up the differences between the two groups and so then um after this happens uh daryl is walking into hilltop and henry is practicing his staff and he sees daryl and he's upset okay he is like daryl i looked up to you you gave him back you saw that woman slap her daughter in front of everybody how can you be cool with this shit like you an abuse survivor like what the fuck you know that she's gonna abuse her she's going back to an abusive situation and daryl breaks it down for him right because he just thinks everything's supposed to work out perfectly and you like dog it don't always work out perfectly mm-hmm. sometimes you got to and that's the thing his inexperience is speaking I get why we had to do it. But it doesn't make it okay. I never said it did. So what do we do? We live with it. Yeah, that's what Ian said. I saw the scars on your back. I think you know better than anyone what we just sent her back to. 
can you live with? Look, the world is just shit sometimes. You live with it. Sometimes that's all you can do. But what about before? At Alexandria? I know what you did to help when things went bad there. No. no you don't. Not really. Now, I think this is another reference to what we haven't seen yet. Right. Whatever happened with it, they made Maggie and 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 michonne not be friends and tara feel like she had to move out because she helped the other group like it must have been some real shit and daryl must have been involved it's probably why they got those exes from michonne and daryl on the back so it's real whatever it is did what i had to do today we all did so anyway we get a closing montage that is ezekiel and the frame you know declaration as i told y'all earlier um the uh asl group celebrates having luke back and they're drinking in their room um henry can't sleep enid and alden make sweet sweet 20 something year old love i was like yeah gonna have another baby somewhere um and finally henry gets up from bed he leaves a note the nerdy girl somehow was in his room and saw the note and brings it to to, to daryl and says hey henry left a note that says i can't live with it and she probably was going to check on him and was like the fuck is this right and so daryl's like all right let me get my shit i'm gonna go out and save him or try to um track him down right and so he does that and connie who even though everybody was drinking and partying in the asl group she kind of had this very like concerned look on her face mm-hmm. and so she's outside and she's like writing um sitting at a bench she sees daryl she writes down like where are you going and he's like um going he pulls up the note and shows henry's note and says basically i'm going to look for henry she's like i'm coming with you he says no and then she says like i'm coming with you and he walks away and then she follows him uh behind him and when they was exchanging notes because basically they started exchanging notes and she was like i can't live with it either so it bothered her also mm-hmm. yeah um and that's the end of the episode mm-hmm. um so i thought it was a really good episode um Same. you know i do find lydia to be a sympathetic figure like i think when i when we first meet lydia i'm like eh. i thought she was trying to condom yeah and also uh like you don't know how deep the abuse goes until you're talk. she's talking and shit and then you realize right. like yo her life is fucked up yes sir she never really had a chance um and after that i'm kind of like okay i get it now you know and i and i do want her to be saved or to not be in that group because it seemed like her mom and that group are probably like they're terrible they let people die like you know you can have a better life i you know now why all of them can't go have a better life i don't know they seem like some of them are adults and they they chose that shit somehow but yeah anyway and also i think too um you you talking about the adults i think because everybody has their tribe so i think that this is their tribe quote unquote you know like this is how we're surviving so you know so a lot of people just like anything else you become accustomed to fucked up 
situations so you know to them this is normal this is what we do this is life we you know the dead ain't going nowhere it'll never go back to normal it's almost kind of cult like mm-hmm. um so i can completely um understand this and also even though it's fucking annoying i understand henry henry's perspective like the fuck like this doesn't make any sense but he's saying it from a very naive place and actually he's never been in a position where he's had to make life and choice decisions about other people so it's real easy for life you. and death decisions yeah like he never he's never mm-hmm. had to make life and death decisions about other people like he's never been over a group of people to say if i do this these people are going to die like he's been at the kingdom mm-hmm. and most of those decisions have been made by other people yeah i just remember him letting them, them savers out the pen he said he was gonna kill them and shit so he was making life and death decisions and for them niggas in that pen for sure with that gun right but when i mean like he's not over a group he was doing that as an individual person he's never had to be over a collective group oh of people. Well, well no 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 see okay so i disagree with you slightly because he, this isn't about him leading a group he didn't think it was a bad decision to make that trade he's not upset about the trade he's upset that she had to go back that's it because he told daryl before they started that conversation the first thing he said was i understand why they had to do that why y'all had to trade him but it's just not right that we know she's going back to an abusive home and we're and there's nothing we can do and daryl's like yeah you just live with it and he's like how do you just live with it because it's not about y'all shouldn't have traded luke and alden and if i was in charge i would have did it different that's not what he's saying he's saying no we didn't have a choice we had to do what we had to do but i want to save her so i'm gonna leave by myself find her and try to convince her to come back with us because he thinks it's the right thing to do that's it okay so and 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 i guess from my perspective i understand and it is annoying but it's still coming from a very selfish place to actually go out of your way to do that to save her right i think it's coming from the most unselfish place possible because i don't see what's selfish about trying to save somebody else he really thinks her situation is that bad he's like your your mom beat your ass and you were sick and you were your fucking ear was fucked up you you know and i was out there and somebody had to do it for me so i'm paying it forward if my if nobody would have treated me and my brother and my dad civilized i would still be crazy and so he's like i I think henry looks at her and says i could have been you but these people intervened in my life and now i'm not so i'm going to intervene in your life so you won't end up bad either and 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 i guess the reason why i say because and now that i agree with I, i i understand what you're saying about it's coming from a place of love it's coming from a place of concern it's coming from a place about her safety and well-being but like i said it's very selfish because this is uh, your own like like daryl this is your own personal thing you're trying to do and 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 you don't care about how it's going to affect the group as a whole you don't give a fuck about the riffles behind it you don't give a fuck about any anything past i'm making this decision so that's why i said yeah, that selfishness comes I, in. I feel you i guess i just to that level of selfishness is a constant for this show i don't like that's what people do correct you know it's every time i'm in a facebook group and i'm like if y'all could just leave each other alone rather than argue it'll be straight and then motherfuckers be arguing and now i gotta come in and do something when <laughs> when they could have just blocked each other and not talked about each other anymore right but their selfishness is ultimately hu- the human condition right they can't see past i have to argue with this person i have to talk shit about this person i can't just go about my life and leave this person alone 
and they leave me alone you know and so that is to me kind of the opposite because he's doing he's doing it to be nice but he's basically saying like i won't i i'm young enough and idealistic enough as we as they have painted the whole season right to believe that nobody should have to live like that and 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 that and 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 that's why I, i i understand why he even though it's frustrating i do understand why he's making the decision that he's making put it let me flip it this way okay if michonne did it will we be up here like you selfish i can't believe you would do that if michonne said i saw that little girl she's suffering that her people are abusing her i'm going to fucking get that little girl and bring her back will we be like i can't believe you would be so selfish and no but also i think that there would have been a plan because that's the thing he's I, I guess my thing is that you're doing it without a plan you're going solo you're not consulting you're not it's not strategic so it's not strategic because it's from the heart and low-key the reason it's not strategic is because nobody else would go in with him on it so how are you gonna have a strategy you know what the strategy gonna be when he hey guys i got a plan no you can't do it well morally i feel obligated this is the reason i like to bring it to real life this is why when people get abused and motherfuckers just go about eating their cornflakes true because it's like you know so that's why i say it's to me it's not selfish it's something else you know what i mean it's it's like he made friends with this girl who's in an abusive situation and he is so young he can't stomach it he hasn't been through enough shit in his life to be okay with it you know who else would have done this carl agreed so like you know what i mean like it's like that lesson that was called that everybody had well carl's dead now and that's how they got sadiq yeah yeah it calls dead now everybody's moved the fuck on everybody's like oh okay well too bad he's dead enid was essentially telling him like carl died and i was so hurt and he was so special he had a big heart but yeah but carl's big heart would have said okay even if we exchange to get to get our people back we got to go save her that's what carl would have wanted to do and i thought that would have been the plan but like you say when you go back and look at how the story went out he would have he he literally was the only one and you know you know who else might have did it at some at some period of time rick rick was like yeah i'll get him back but we're gonna go get him yeah i mean because the thing is like that it's a matter of how so for me this is why i love this show it's a battle for the group's soul all the time right what has happened since rick's death and the six years subsequently is that they stop believing in community they stop right. believing in helping each other they they don't even help each other Mm-mm. they don't even want to help each other they don't even want to do the fair like there's 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 so their hearts have hardened so much that when they see somebody in need they fight against their nature to help those person that people that person but you know who we didn't call selfish connie saving that baby because what our group also does is when they see somebody in need they fucking link together become voltron and help that person that's just what they do so when they saw that um that baby was in trouble and connie was with her they didn't just stay on the other side of the fence alpha and them would have stayed on the other side of the fence right the saviors would have stayed on the other side of the fence mm-hmm. oceanside would have stayed on the other side of the fence yes they would have our group is not them niggas they not some bitches that just oh man too bad for them like our and maybe it's the reason that you know they have certain shortcomings but it's also the reason our group is great 
and that we can cheer for them in ways we can't cheer for other groups like Agreed. we can't cheer for the we take we don't bother them niggas ain't heroes nobody won't watch that boring ass show where they sit around the gate and play fucking garbage uh you know play garbage uh whatever that game was they run into each other and shit you have to have a group that takes chances for the right things or else you can't root for them and the group goes back and forth obviously depending on what's what they're dealing with right and in this case i feel like and it's sad that they killed carl i wish they hadn't but this is the carl move this is what in the comic book you know this would be carl right so if this would have been carl i feel like people would feel differently about this whole point of view of i want to save this girl it wouldn't have just been like this selfish ass niggas would have been like yes that's his belief system and and also the more we talk you making me think i think henry is going to end up being the moral compass because every moral compass we had has died glenn has died um the old dude who drove the van he died dale uh herschel died yeah 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 like carl like everybody who was the moral compass that would be like hey yeah they die right so it's one of those things where he's actually becoming the moral compass like hey dog this ain't right these this is the right thing to do oh and so we skipped at the very very end oh the old couple got the baby yes they did thank you so yeah i but i feel what you're saying i'm not trying to say that it's like super ridiculous to think that he's being selfish i just think he's being selfish quote unquote for the right reasons Mm -hmm. and selfish is kind of a loaded term right because we it's not that he's doing it because he thinks he's better than everybody no. else he's literally doing it because he thinks this girl is in that much trouble now it just depends on if you feel like the they that you bought that from this show if the writers wrote that well and also i feel like the biggest thing is if it would have been carl who i think it was supposed to be same i feel like everybody would have bought it without us having to do the like work of is henry really that nigga to do this We're, like if it was carl we'd be like carl knows how to take care of himself carl was going over to negan's house every other week he like this fits in fatty carl's repertoire of i save people right and also not and it, and it is not a slight against henry we've actually spent more time with carl it's, 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 yeah it's like, yeah like it's bad it's we, we, you've built you you you've built this thing to where i go okay that's what you do yeah it's bad right. pacing bad tempo to kill carl i think this is where it shows that killing carl was a mistake to me like other people been saying it was a mistake for other reasons that i I find to be a bit disingenuous this is where i feel like it's a mistake because it was a shortcut that you could have had of just sending carl out there right a new session all right now let's get into the feedback brought to you by triangle wine co Mm -hmm. triangle wine co triangle wine company sells thousands of wines from all over the world for every budget visit trianglewineco.com and search by price varietal and regional or browse for organic or highly rated wines take advantage of weekly sales and case discounts when you shop online to offset the cost of wine shipping because you know shipping can be expensive and if you act right now they're offering a 20 percent discount excluding things already discounted through the end of march with code tbgwt it works y'all and we also still have the couple's goals wine pack it's a two pack of wine that is discounted from a regular price of about thirty dollars to twenty dollars this pack is celebrate uh, to celebrate the coupling of a fruity ba- balanced shiraz which we happen had on the show mm-hmm. with a mesmerizing moscato which we also had on the show yes. to take you and your sweetheart from the main course to the dessert 
so why don't you go ahead and go to triangle wine co and do that you can also buy people e-gift cards there if, if you're in an area they can't ship to you can also go to their t public store triangle wine co just put it in the t public in the search engine um and support that wine culture that wine fun with some nice wine merch okay let the people know what you came for they also opened up a new store in holly springs north carolina soon so yeah check it out man you get they got local delivery they got a bunch of stuff they, they are trying to get you drunk all right responsibly so make sure you go to triangle.com code tbgwt for that 20 percent off and the link for the trying for the uh couples goals two pack will always be in the show notes when uh the, you know these episodes where you hear this read all right let's get to y'all's feedback tia writes in during this whole show i was stressed if they would have killed ezekiel's boy jerry i would have been done with the walking dead for real this time <laughs> oh i love him he's so sweet he has those beautiful children and was so happy to give them a movie i just had a feeling they're gonna kill him with a whack zombie death add a vision he would slip on some old popcorn butter and then damn but your boy came through and sliced those heads phew oh and henry needs to die period tia y'all hate henry you know it's gonna you know it's gonna be funny is um they gonna kill some people soon mm-hmm. and yes they are when they kill them people boy it's gonna be a lot because yeah. this is getting the cast getting too big yeah they are too many locations you know they gotta make them them whispers a real threat some people gonna die soon y'all mm-hmm. uh nerd geek ninja says yo oh my god in my ezekiel voice to queen karen and her royal consort rod the black guy who gives gratuity i send in this my thoughts of riveting episode of the walking dead i in my folly have not taken much interest in previous the walking dead episodes only to talking in the pleasure Wait, only taking in the pleasure of your thrilling recap podcast ah. uh, only watching when my own consort gregory the one who flips would exclaim my love you of your thr- wait you must watch this episode amused i would entertain his request but alas i did it did not pique my interest then huzzah the whisperers your account of our heroes encounters sparked much query i had to see it for myself and i was changed <laughs> and yo my niggas i did not know it was great alpha is so dang scary without her mask right how she scarier without a mask ain't she though she took off her mask off. i said put that shit back on put it back on mm-hmm, put it back on mm-hmm. you look better before creepy oh my god y'all and even though i totally understand his reasoning f you henry falling in love with the pp girl look man pickens is slamming the z-pock okay <laughs> side note i died when you call her that and she knows exactly what she was doing giving that boy a kiss like that mm-hmm. of course he gonna go off and try to save you but also you gotta think about that that might be the last time she get a consensual kiss in a long time and with that group mom so every time y'all mention gary on the recap show although he sounds awesome he also sound like a dude who should have been dead by now well that's true like dude how you still happy in the z-pop but i had watched the episode during the war where uh jerry went to save king ezekiel and shiva died uh but i watched it after the recap so i was just laughing at everything but this episode 11 i was it was so nice to see him in full on jerry mode and i still thought he was going to die and he and the billers little z babies crying emoji three hearts 
but then on the mission i was like dude i don't feel like you're taking the situation seriously right he was <laughs> dancing and shit <laughs> it's all right now right i'm all team asl crew i love how they muted everything so we could gain an understanding of connie mm-hmm. and her life in the z-pock and luke signing to her they really are a badass group of people yo they are man they kind of remind us of me of our group now i see why her and kelly felt like they'd be fine just the two of them out in the woods alone last episode i've been listening to the show for so long and even here they're watching episodes just to figure out who's who in the show or if an episode sounded particularly exciting but once y'all started talking about the whispers man that really interested me so this is the third episode i watched back to back oh congratulations welcome to the club might be a fan lol just as everyone else seems to be dropping the show i know i'm pulled all the way in my husband asked if i was going to go back and watch the previous seasons i just laughed and said i don't need to mm-hmm. i had to recaps just like i did for a game of thrones y'all really have such a special show and it brings me so much joy i even bought some new cheeses and those rosemary crackers to listen to the recap show come on y'all be making me super hungry let me tell you something what remember what i said to start this show that combination we hit something on that one okay mm-hmm. find that wine find that cheese and find those crackers because we hit something on that one okay mm-hmm. i say so myself okay the them, cheese almost gone y'all yeah them, i'm finishing it off the black bean crackers are absolutely delicious especially with that cheese it's mm-hmm. something that's a great combo okay anyway um next time i might do it right i didn't read the instructions but i don't know i like it like this also i wanted to tell y'all about the cheese called red dragon i asked some of the friends wedding it was so good that i asked the caterer about it then to my heartbreak i realized there was alcohol in the cheese oh my poor little muslim heart but i think y'all would love it i saw that they had it at whole foods sorry if my email super long i just find the entire psychology of the whisperer so interesting love y'all and mine and she sent a picture of that red dragon all right i'll check it out i'll see what i can do mm-hmm. um but uh yeah that uh I, I mean it's it's wild because <laughs> we never approach this show with the spirit of like less shit on the show Mm-mm. now i'm not saying there's anything wrong with approaching the show like that if you don't like a show then why not i i i'm more of the if i don't like it i wouldn't watch it but i understand that that's not everybody's vibe some people like things when they're bad to just kind of group up and shit on them right correct but i really think once you start doing that you can never turn around on the show and you can't give credit for anything it does well because it's like if you give it credit then you have to shit on it twice as hard to prove that you were still right about the show so they really can't ever turn it around and i think you know when i listen to podcasts they reviewed it back when i used to do that you know i would get that vibe of like damn they just gonna shit on it they're not enjoying it it can never be turned around if it, it, an episode i could have enjoyed where i'm like that was a really good one they gotta shit on it because you've been shitting on it so long it's off brand for you to be like nah this was a good one you know so uh i think because of that maybe people like uh some people you know i'm sure that 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 like the show like to hear our recaps because we accentuate the positives um and i'm sure people that don't like the show probably fucking hate our recaps you know right. it's, just, it's just a balancing act and everybody you know makes their own choices but i genuinely do like this show i think it's gotten to the point now where it's better than it has been in a while especially after yes, changing sir. showrunners but i don't know if it'll ever get the credit because the pacing is faster yes it is the, the they they leave a lot less questions now they're just like nah this ain't that big of a mystery this is what's happening 
you know and then the ones that are more mysterious they wait they weave into the show in a much more cohesive fashion yes they do so uh i don't know i think it's really hitting its stride again but i do understand people being like nigga i didn't wait four seasons for this shit to be hitting its stride i completely get it this is not a defense of the show i would not argue with somebody who didn't like the show Mm -mm. but i i don't know i just always found it to be better than people were portraying it uh last one eve our henry hating friend hey rod and karen (laughs) man that girl got henry nose wide open don't she hey rod and karen these whisperers are by far the dirtiest nastiest stickiest (laughs) group on the show yet yeah and stinky is probably you know they smell like ass cheeks they're even worse than the cannibals i could literally smell them through the television screen yes that wasn't dirt around alpha's lips that was the plague right my favorite part of the episode by far was jerry i just love his joy also he looked different like they styled him differently now i feel like he, mm-hmm. he like he had it going on he had the slim fit with the uh he took the big ass coat off and had the like mm-hmm. little vest on and shit yeah, he done came a family man yeah i like he was when he was like uh also in that montage he was nabila was asleep and he was the one holding the baby up at night mm-hmm. i said look at this nigga jerry he, i love me some jerry he probably took some maternity time off and everything a whole catch out here just sitting out here i knew somebody wasn't gonna let it slide okay mm-hmm. The white women was like he a little too chunky for me and the billow was like shit it's be cold some nights come on uh i loved it when he told zeke uh about him being a father and then to see him with his three kids my heart fluttered i loved it and then seeing him lip singing to that song it's all right now please don't die jerry right i would be so upset but i feel like they're showing him a lot to rip my heart out man yeah. i got another conspiracy theory y'all i think it's gonna be in the bill i hope not i hope not too man but it just seemed like the kind of thing that'll really hurt like i think nabila dying will hurt even worse than jerry dying i do too because i'll be like what nabila didn't hurt nobody Mm-mm. you know she just want to plant flowers and fucking raise her babies right and, and and keep that fucking tiger away from her she was good man that's the only so i don't know y'all i hope i hope i'm wrong though i hope i'm wrong uh, but I do feel like a culling is coming and somebody, some right. people gone. Because like you say, the groups have gotten big. If he survives, I'll just be pleasantly surprised. I love that Connie saved that baby. That baby had been saved from a world of funk. <laughs> That's why I was crying. Like you couldn't even feed the baby with no breast milk because it'd be like, I don't want that shit. This green, I will what not eat green this? eggs and ham. Mm-mm. I don't want this milk i'm not talking about the parliament funkadelic kind of funk and earl and tammy finally have someone to fill the void of losing their son hope they teach this baby to stay away from horses one person i'm rooting to die is henry oh henry why don't you just die <laughs> why won't you just get kicked in the face die henry die fuck you i'm looking forward to you getting tortured next week does that make me a monster for having these feelings towards that kid if it does i don't give a fuck fuck that kid ev turn into uh octavia spencer from ma oh i don't know man like i i get why people hate henry i i mean i feel like i hated henry for so long um and his earnestness is annoying but this particular storyline of him trying to save a girl from an abusive house 
it's 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 not making me hate them i can't i can't like i don't necessarily thing to do i I completely understand yeah i don't necessarily feel like a kinship towards him or Mm -hmm. like he's a great like oh my god i love me some henry but i definitely feel like this is a good motivation to to try like what he's doing to me i understand the moral crisis that it is as opposed to it being about his pride or his honor or whatever mm-hmm. yeah and they've kind of have done things to let you know that he's gun ho he's willing to jump out there and, and and go out of his way like when him and uh carol was was actually going up to uh hilltop and how somebody was kind of help he just ran out there and shit like that so they've done little things but like you say it's in between that and the years we spent with carl like you say if Carl would have done the same thing, I do, I know I'm not even going to be a hypocrite. Yes. I would have been like, okay, that's what the fuck Carl does. Because I, I feel like it would have been earned. The thing for me is I worry he finds her with the group and then she's like, I don't want to come back because she's surviving and it will be weak of her in that group to be like, mama, I actually do want to go and live at Alexandria because this shit is too crazy y'all gonna get me killed out here i'm not built for this life i so i think even no matter what happens when he shows up it's like any a lot of people in abusive situations they can't tell you i want this help you know what i mean and then the head trip she's going you're not gonna get that over you know you're not gonna get that out of her system in no one night you know like she that's like she's still been living that way longer than she been living the way you live in but i feel like this is a deep situation because the show is basically talking about an allegory for like abusive relationships and victims of abuse and how do you break the cycle and i i respect the show enough to say it's deeper than just you know a gag where they're just trying to like have a joke on the audience at this point i think they left that behind with uh uh scott gimple so i'm I'm hopefully this will be deep and uh it'll be worth it um so she gonna have to like but yeah i I think henry gonna go through it just because there's no fucking way she can tell him in front of them people i'll go with you there's no fucking way so even if she wants to go which she probably do because i mean look clean clothes water not living as a zombie medication people don't kill babies and shit like you might want to yep you didn't know you had another option and now you do you might want to get the fuck out of there yeah and if she does decide to leave they're gonna come and wreck fucking shop because of course yeah we'll get there we'll get there but the other thing though is uh she also was very um well two things i don't know that alpha's not in a bad position now because her showing weakness of wanting her daughter while letting other people's daughters get eaten in the fucking dirt says to me that her group if it's the cannibalistic group that she claims it is the darwinism group survival of the fittest she not the fittest no more because if she was a real like the coldest thing she could have done would have been like well fuck my daughter she got caught oh well and you know what and that's why she that explains why her daughter was like she ain't coming for me like yeah she never does that right and that's why she slapped her in front of everybody but it don't matter you show weakness when you got your daughter back mm-hmm. um so i don't think that i don't think alpha's necessarily in the strongest position and her daughter leaving might be the last straw in her group too if if her daughter leaves her group might be like fuck you alpha like you had us risk all that shit them people came into our land killed our people that's how they put it and um you gave them your fucking daughter uh, i mean your daughter got kidnapped you saved her she went back to them fuck you 
so it could get it could get real as fuck man i'm looking forward to how they finish the season they got five episodes to go but i'm i'm in, I'm in so all right y'all that's it for this week thank y'all for listening yes. uh to uh the podcast we appreciate y'all and we'll talk we to y'all um saturday for feedback show tomorrow night should be balls deep sports i actually need to check with justin about that but i think it's tomorrow night and uh, until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.